Welcome to Smiling Homeschooler Podcast. My name is Ben Wilson, and this week is just going to be me. Uh, Dad is actually uh, driving back from Florida with my brother Abe. Uh, they went to pick up a, an actual a camper that or an RV that they are kind of downgrading and upgrading to in a way, uh, a little bit smaller than what they currently have and a little bit more practical for the amount of people they have with them and, and everything else. But uh, before we start, uh, I just want to say thank you to Teaching Textbooks for sponsoring the Smiling Homeschooler. They're an amazing math curriculum. We love what they are. Uh, they do in their company, and we've used them for many, many years, and we'd encourage you to do so as well. So go check them out over at teachingtextbooks.com. Uh, but let's go ahead and get started. Uh, like I said, it's just going to be me, but I thought I could just keep it a short, small episode, uh, maybe talk about, and, and as you probably know, I'm a big history fan, uh, but I think that can be a pretty daunting topic for a lot of people and kind of what to even do, uh, or at least if you're just following a curriculum, then it can be pretty sometimes restrictive and maybe even boring. But um, before we do that, so as we said last week, we're still in the thick of things when it comes to the birthdays. Uh, we had uh, Kat's birthday this last week, a couple days ago, and then Sam's birthday is coming up this week, and then we have, I think it's Maggie and then Abe, and it just keeps on going. So ton of birthdays, super fun. Uh, we did kind of actually a family Valentine's Day dinner last night because it was kind of a short, you know, a short week night. So we kind of all celebrated over the weekend and ended up doing kind of a themed Valentine's party with everyone, which is a lot of fun, which is always chaos, but pretty enjoyable. Uh, so hopefully everyone else out there had a great Valentine's Day. Um, but uh, yeah, so my, my, the idea my, for my I, topic was, you know, history, I think, can be pretty tough because I think a lot of times it tries to go either ultra specific or so broad and trying to get everything in that it kind of loses the uh, engaging engagement and the just the fun of history. And I think a lot of kids and adults are turned off from it just because they just feel like it's just so much or so many details or whatever, and they just can't keep track of it all. Um, So I thought it might be kind of fun to give uh, my or just some, you know, kind of uh, maybe little lesser known areas of history that might be kind of fun to delve into. Um, and the reason being is I think if you kind of do something more tight and maybe not so quite of a broad, like not the whole Revolutionary War, let's say, for example, or the entire founding of America or uh, all of World War II or whatever, then I think it can be Heart easier to find things that interest your kids, you know. So, uh, again, if you're talking about uh, an entire an entire huge amount of history, it's, it's there's not a lot to latch on to always. But if you're talking about something very very specific, I think uh, your kids' interests are easier to engage with. They might find something that interests them, and then that could spark good conversation. Uh, and I would encourage if you ever do find something that they're really into, or they they start go uh, ask questions, just delve into that. Forget the lesson, you know, the lesson plan or the the curriculum for the day and just start researching and looking into that you know maybe that's uh, going to the library or going on YouTube or whatever else it may be but there's so many awesome resources to just really find a lot more information on anything you'd ever want to know so um, but I kind of put together a little list of just some uh, again some historical things that are not as well known but I think really fun and could have some interesting stuff uh, and also just you know maybe it's something you've never heard of and it would be something 
just different, just change of pace. And maybe you just pick something weird or unique uh, that you hear about. And maybe one week, that's all you, you guys cover for history. Because again, you're never going to know all history. The main thing is just to be interested in it. And it will come from there naturally. Um, but my first thing was, this is a kind of a weird one, but um, I think it would be interesting to talk about... Um, a president that's very not well known, James Garfield. He actually was assassinated, if uh, you didn't know, but he was shot a couple times. But the crazy thing is, he lasted for like a long time. I don't remember exactly how long it was, but uh, he didn't die right away. Uh, but the interesting part was Alexander Graham Bell, who you may know created the telephone, uh, or one of the guys who did, uh, he actually created. Uh, a metal, the first metal detector to try to find the bullet because the doctors couldn't find the bullet in him, in the or in James Garfield, and so he created this device that you know was trying to find it. The problem was it was actually detecting the springs in his bed below him, I believe, um, and because of that, they or I believe that. Let's see here. Yeah, I don't know if that's 100% accurate or not, but at least it didn't end up working. And uh, they actually ended up probably killing the president from trying to get the bullet out so much that if they just left him, he probably would have lived. But um, anyway, it's just really interesting story. Again, it's a president you've never heard of hardly, uh, but he was really interesting. A lot, of, a lot of, you know, just again, historical moment. There's multiple historical characters that interact with it and just kind of fun. Um Another one that I thought is something that honestly I hadn't even ever read or known anything about until just a couple years ago was uh, if you've ever watched uh, <laughs> Gomer Pyle USMC, this is old, this is a deep cut. Uh, he always sings from the halls of Montezuma to the shores of Tripoli. You know, that's the the Marine battle song, I think they call it. Uh the shores of Tripoli, and I, I never knew what that meant, never thought to look it up or anything, but apparently when Thomas Jefferson was the president, uh, there was basically pirates that were in uh, base in Tripoli out in the Mediterranean, and they were uh, attacking tons of our shipping, making it super unsafe for all sorts of ships and stuff. So that was the first like early Navy naval ships. Our first that we built, I think it was like six or six frigates. I think it was to go and fight these pirates. And, uh, there's a ton of great stories. Uh, some heroes, you know, came out of that moment. The USS Ironsides or the constitution, which is a famous ship was around that time. Um, really good, just really, really fun uh, story about that. Um, again, there's a lot of books on it, but it's just a kind of, again, one of those unknown things. But I think especially if you've got boys, you know, there's pirates, there's naval battles, there's, uh, you know, again, Thomas Jefferson's involved. It's just a little known area, but really, I think a fun uh, could be a fun thing to delve into. Um, and there's, yeah, like I said, I've read a couple books. One's actually called Six Frigates, but that one's pretty in-depth. So uh, maybe find something, you know, a little bit lighter on it. Um, another one that I just also kind of have read some on recently, and my brother-in-law is actually reading a book on, is the Trans, or the, uh, yeah, the Transcontinental Railroad, uh, which was the railroad that was built back during the Civil War that goes all the way across the United States. Uh, you know, that was made when literally without any steam-powered diggers, all by hand, they dug out literally 
thousands of miles of railroad track, you know, like created the bed. They dug out mountains. I mean, just mind-blowing stuff, and they did it all by hand. Um, and I think that's something that's just inspiring. Again, there's so many stories out of there that any kid, I think, would be super interested if you could, you know, look into what a steam engine was and how big they were and just the amount of people that were involved. And uh, there's just, yeah, this all took place like in the Wild West, you know, so there's tons of stuff going on. It's just, and and it's during the Civil War, which a lot of people don't realize, but um, I think could be a fun area and and you know if again if your kid's interested in trains let's say then just go off of that and start doing more uh you know looking into more stuff like related to that um kind of on the steam engine side of things uh books i always enjoyed uh, we there was the landmark uh history books i think they were called uh, they're probably ancient now and they they might have written more but when i was younger i used to get those from the library and they were kind of short biographies on famous people but one i really liked was on robert fulton who created the steam ship or he was the first one to kind of make the paddle wheel ships um really interesting guy super creative uh really changed the world you know when it came to um shipping and you know how people moved and all that but he also was the one who created the for uh the uh, for the union side uh, during the Civil War, he made the first ironclad ship with turret on top. Uh, looks like a real flat boat that with a with a turret. Uh, really interesting story. He's super, you know, an inventor. Uh, I know my brothers. You know, some of them are you know super into making things. And stories about inventors were always super engaging. And you know, I also love them. And I think anyone likes to read about someone who's coming up with some idea. You know, that's why everyone always likes like Thomas Edison and uh, Alexander Graham Bell and stuff. But I think Robert Fulton gets looked over, but you know, super interesting guy. A lot of really cool inventions. Might be a fun guy to look into. Um, kind of on the whole idea of you know inventions in uh, progress is the Chicago World's Fair. Um, we read a book back in school called uh, The Great Wheel, I think it was, uh, about making the huge Ferris wheel they built for it. I think it was the Chicago World's Fair. It might have been the St. Louis World's Fair. I think it was Chicago. But... Um, Either one, just the scope and what they did back then, so cool. Such a different time because, you know, there was no internet, obviously. Uh, I mean, but the amount of people that would go to these things was literally like a third of the country would go to these World's Fair. And this is where all the greatest technology and um, new creations and, you know, tons of just things that became commonplace showed up there you know uh foods that we all love now often were introduced at the fairs um just super cool interesting time of our country and nation um which you know most of these that i'm talking about i think actually all of them are all u.s based uh there are tons of stuff world you know world related and if i think of something i'll mention it but uh, I think the U.S. is a little bit more relatable sometimes for kids, people interested, you know, just trying to get into history. When you sometimes hard if you don't know any of the places, don't know any of the names, but at least in the U.S. you can understand all the, uh, you know, if, if the guy's name's, uh, you know, uh, Thomas Jefferson, you know the word Thomas, you know the name Jefferson, but. Uh, you know, Napoleon Bonaparte is a little bit harder to uh, relate to. So, um, another one that I always loved, and there's lots of books on this, and this one's pretty famous, but is the Oregon Trail. I think, you know, it reminds me of Little House on the Prairie, just 
the the you know the big Conestoga wagons and setting off from St. Louis and going off across the the country you know uh, just mind blowing and so crazy and this is something where you know maybe you watch some of the Little House on the Prairie or you read one of the Little House on the Prairie books or um, you even play the game Oregon Trail you know those are those are classics but I think that's a great way there's so many interesting things around that to learn about I mean the culture you know the the just the landscape back then uh just how hard it would be to t- take a wagon and you know trek across the whole country uh, i think there's a lot there that any kid would enjoy and kind of also, also on that you could probably do something on like the lewis and clark expedition but that's pretty famous as well so um probably everyone's you know done that but uh the other one that kind of is related would be the uh pony express i read a fun book called i think it was called we were there at uh, the Pony Express or something like that, but uh, I'm looking at my bookshelf now. I'm not sure exactly, but super short-lived. You know, the Pony Express is kind of famous, but it was barely. I don't even think it lasted more than a, a year or less. Maybe even maybe a little bit over that, but not long, uh, because I mean, telegraph lines were you know installed really short after. But they could run, you know, these horses, these guys on horseback would run, you know, letters across the country super quickly. I mean, all things considered, but uh, really small, you know, glimpse in time, but a really uh, adventurous and exciting time. So I think that's a really fun, fun area to maybe do some do some history or research. But again, all of these things are just good stories that are thrilling, that are fun. Uh, Don't worry about dates. Don't worry about anything super specific. Just find a book that tells the story in an engaging way. And that's all that matters, I think. Uh, Because if you can get them interested, they'll go from there. Um, One of the last ones I had written down was The Gold Rush. Again, pretty famous, but there's a lot of good books. One of my favorites growing up was by the great Orrin Spoon. Uh, Just you know, there's just something about that out those out west times back in the day. That I think is super fun. Again, this is my taste, obviously, but uh, I mean, just again, craziness, all the things that happened, the bit, you know, people hitting it big and people, you know, ending up penniless. It's just super fun. A lot of stuff happened at the time. I mean, California grew a ton because of it. Um, just super interesting time and there's I mean there's good movies on it there's books I mean there's tons of stuff um, you know and something else actually really all of World War one I, I feel like is forgotten uh, you know I don't know if you know your girls will like it as much but uh, it may be doing a little bit more on World War one and maybe the War of 1812 not many people ever really do much there but there's a lot of good stories and a lot of good um, things because people I don't think people realize that World War one like they still used horses back then, you know. Uh, it was it was still very, very similar to probably closer to the to world, you know, the Civil War than it was the World War II. But um, ton of invention and a lot of stuff happened at that time. And one of the last things I would say is just if you know if you have whether it's daughter or son, whatever, if you know they're into something. Um, maybe just Google that topic and history and see what comes up, you know, um, literally there's, for example, like history.net, you could type in a topic, an event, whatever, uh, time period and find something in relation to that, you know? Um, so if you're, let's say you have a daughter and she's into, 
you know, whatever space stuff, you know, then Google something space related uh, and look that up. You know, maybe it's the moon landing or maybe it's Apollo 8 or whatever. Um, there's just so many interesting things. And then what I would suggest is don't go with a textbook ever. Uh, find something else. Find, um, you know, a video or a short book or maybe not even have to be short, but just something fun because, it's amazing how much stuff you pick up, you know, and, and if you're reading a book about, uh, let's say, the Oregon Trail, maybe that's not specifically talking about a president or talking about what else is going on. But as if anyone's telling a decent story, they'll usually fill in other parts of the world while they're talking about it, you know, so you'll kind of learn about that era, even if it's just talking about one specific thing. So uh, I think that's really good, you know, or maybe your son's into airplanes. You, I mean, there's so much, you know, history is include includes airplanes, the invention of them and how the Wright brothers, are, you know, created them or World War II and how, you know, that just moves so fast, you know, get like forward. Um, I think it's just super cool that history can really include almost anything. Um, and, and, and it could really even jumpstart them into delving more in depth on maybe something not just history related, but maybe if they really like reading about World War II airplanes or, you know, Vietnam jets, maybe they'll move into actually wanting to learn how to fly or whatever. You just never know. So I think history can really do that for people. Um, and I think it's really fun to try to branch out and not just do all the big things, you know, cause everyone, they'll, they'll learn all that stuff too, obviously. But, um, there's just so much that history has to offer and interesting characters and people that almost no one ever knows about, you know? I mean, there's a lot of presidents that most people would never even be able to mention, but that did a lot of interesting things or were, you know, during, were president during really uh, transfor transformational times, but, you know, <laughs> get kind of forgotten. So, uh, and I think it gives people perspective too, because they'll realize, hey, this isn't the first time that this has happened in our country or in the world or whatever. So, um, I think there's so much to offer, especially going na forward now. Uh, there's a lot of people who are wanting to kind of change the narrative on what has happened in our country and in the world and knowing what truth is and knowing what has actually happened and not just listening, you know, not just taking what everyone's said or the, you know, kind of the way they've said it. Um, and actually knowing yourself, I think there is value in that, um, especially in an age where a lot of stuff is being removed or cleaned up because they don't want that to be, you know, uh, portrayed. So I think uh, it's really important to uh, include some of that. But again, you know, don't push it. Don't worry ever about dates, I would say. I've never needed to know those hardly except for some tests. And I think that's pretty irrelevant. And just enjoy the story of it all. And, you know, we've talked about this before, but I think it's always fun to uh, you know, give some practical advice. Um, hopefully it helps. Hopefully it encourages you again, just enjoy it. And hopefully that will help you and your kids smile more. Um, so have a great week. Thanks for joining me. Uh, we should be back next week, I think to normal and hopefully we'll have the live show as usual. Uh, if you ever have a topic or um, something you would like us to cover, feel free to message us over on Facebook. We'll try to get back to you or at least uh, read those on the show and maybe build a topic around it for an episode. And uh, thanks again for joining us. And thanks to you to Teaching Text Folks for all their support of The Smiling Homeschooler. They make this all possible. And you can go check out a free demo over at their website, teachingtextbooks.com. But have a great week. And as always, keep smiling.